Do you believe in accountable love? Hello, welcome to Accountable Love, home of the love snarls, where love is a group journey. My name's Aziz. I'm Jerry. And today we'll be talking about insecurities, the silent relationship killer. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we are all searching love for stability. We are all looking for absolutes in humanity, but there are no absolutes. There's only accountable love, a love that says when you pick a partner and friend, they will show up with their daily best and you will give them your all as well. We all deserve love at its highest form, so the love snobs are here to tell you, you deserve everything. You deserve a high crack. Love snobs, love snobs, love snobs. Okay, we um, <clears throat> we chose this topic because we, you know, obviously it's something that people don't really pay attention to because it gets... It flies under the radar. People talk about it. They talk about insecurities. They talk about improving their insecurities, things of that nature. But it's working the blatant on stuff. Yeah, and we always talk about working on self, working on our relationship. We got to love us first. And, you know, that I, I think that, that whole movement stems from a, a sense of a, a lot of place. insecurity. So mm -hmm. we thought we'll talk about that because, you know, we all have insecurities. It's just about them affecting our relationships that make them just like anything. It becomes mm -hmm. an addiction if it affects your, your, your livelihood or affects your relationship. So, you know, you got to get them under wraps. Like, I mean... You had some insecurity. I mean, I know I had insecurities growing up. Like, one of my greatest insecurities growing up was the fact that I stuttered and wasn't able to express myself like I wanted to. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was a little bit more violent due to that. But it it caused me havoc. It gave me a phobia. I couldn't read out loud because I couldn't enunciate words. To this day, it's still the same problem. I can't even read. Remember sometimes, and I'm stuttering and. You know, people be like, yo, this dude can't even read. But, you know, if I had to read silently, obviously I can read and get things done. But when it comes to reading out loud, I did have a phobia. And then it hindered me from public speaking, things of that nature. And, <clears throat> you know, and then, it, you know, hurt my grandma, things of that nature. So if y'all see a bunch of typos on on any mm -hmm. of y'all work, it's me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I got a great brain. But uh, um, when it comes to the grandma, sometimes I'm off off point. So. You know, that was an insecurity of mine. But what I did was all I, I learned how to deal with that insecurity. I learned how to, <clears throat> you know, raise my hand. And when somebody asked you to read out loud, I, I, I faced it. I got up on stage and read poetry and did things that I didn't want to do. And it was outside of my comfort zone. Part two is I surrounded myself by people who are afraid to call me out. Mm -hmm. So, like, they won't even hit like on my post if it's if it has grammatical errors. And I love that about my team because... They'll, you know, they'll hit me up and be like, yo, listen, you got to change this. You got to do this. You got to add an ING. You got to add an S because, mm -hmm. you know, I leave those out sometimes and, you know, it kills the whole message. So, you know, I like the fact that they hold me accountable because we talk about accountable love, but we don't always talk about how we hold each other accountable. And they hold me accountable when it comes to that, because that is a, a weak point of mine. Mm -hmm. And I could make it an insecurity. It's more of something that I'm not great at. It's something that. Uh, um, um, I would say I'm below average at, but at the end of the day, they hold me accountable. And it's not an insecurity because I'm able to take in the information. I'm able to change and I'm able to learn. And I know that there's, you know everybody on my team is stronger than me in that area. So I'm able to take that with a grain of salt and, you know, and, and grow from it. So though I'm not, I don't always improve in that area. I have people around me that challenge me to get better or make sure I'm at my best when it comes to that. Yeah. 
I mean, I would say, you know, I have insecurities as well. I mean, growing up, my insecurity was also being able to express myself. I wasn't really, I didn't really have the tools growing up to express myself verbally, rather. So I used to shut down a lot and get angry. I mean, that's the easiest thing to do, right, when you can't, when you can't verbalize certain things. Definitely. And I, you know, people didn't really want to deal with me because I had a temper, so I had to learn how to use my words and be effective with my words and then in order in order to express how I felt about certain things so that I could get my message across because a lot of times I was so high strung that once I started talking everyone kind of just kind of dismissed me and didn't really want to deal with me so Definitely. I had to learn how to deal with that growing up and as well as kind of you know, a lot of people really deal with is not what you say is how you say it. So mm -hmm. I got shut down by all those people. <laughs> and, you know, as I got older, I learned how to obviously use my words. But I also, so I, I, sorry, I also surrounded myself by people who was willing to listen to the message. Definitely. And I think that that was really important. I think, you know, I had a lot of good things to say, but no one took the time to really point me in the right direction. And I think that that's something that I learned as I got older. But it was a really it was a big insecurity of mine. I think where, where we both went right is like, you know, I, you know, I got real violent and, you know, I had to go see therapists and things of that nature to learn how to express myself and not, you know, put myself in a position where I'm going to jail. I'm in and out of jail. My mother wasn't having it. So, you know, I learned to express myself. And the more I learned to express myself, I didn't stutter as much. Down, the, yeah. longer I, the, the more I learned how to express myself, I wasn't in my head as much. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still with the reading, reading out loud, things of that nature to this day is like a big problem. But at the end of the day, I learned I learned how to not have that become an insecurity in my relationships. Mm -hmm. So like when they're asking me to do certain things or to go outside my comfort zone or to read out loud or to, you know, or to, you know, correct my grammar or, you know, I'm on a public stage maybe embarrassing myself and they want to check me and make sure they don't just, oh, you know, it's okay. They like, yeah, you know, you got to go up there a little bit more prepared. They step up and I don't, I don't shut down mm -hmm. or I don't tell them it's them. Mm -hmm. Or I don't say you're making me feel a certain way. I take in the information because I believe that the people around me are being constructed. Yeah. And I'm not going to say constructive. I'm just saying criticism is criticism. You know, it's constructive when you, when you, the way you take it in. Mm -hmm. So you know who it's coming from. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong because you have people around you that you're still protecting yourself from. And that's, I think that's a big part of the insecurity that you're not really trustworthy. You're not, you don't trust them. Mm -hmm. You're unable to be honest. And we do live in a world, when you say in a society that, you know, rather you sugarcoat it than actually be as, as blunt or as straightforward as you can be, especially in your relationships. Well, yeah, as soon as you, you as soon as insecurities creep in, you kind of expect someone to cater to your emotions and that Definitely. can go left, Definitely. right, up, down, all, you know, like you, it's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't really create a solid foundation because emotions waver. And, you know, and they, they, because they change day to day, how you feel. I mean, if you, it's depending on, it's, it's, depends it, it's on how you woke up. Yeah. Environmental. On, yeah. yeah whether you so had an argument with your, yes. with your partner, your friends. So it's really like, hard to keep up with, just, it's, it's really hard to keep up with that. So you really do need a standard, but you know, we, we talk about insecurities that we dealt with personally and how that transferred over obviously to friendships and our romantic relationships. But I think we. I would like for us to dive into how insecurities in a relationship, in a romantic relationship, and then we can go into friendships because I think it's there's like that fine line of 
you know knowing what you bring to the table and being okay with that definitely you know what i mean and knowing that you're not going to bring everything to somebody's table i mean that's where we was leading but you know we just wanted to we you know we we, we should have opened we definitely opened up with the fact that it's something that we have issues with also yeah so it's not just like uh Oh, y'all, y'all specialize in relationships, or y'all always have things to say about relationships, but we're not really exposing ourselves. We talk about vulnerability. We talk about things of that nature that's very important in relationships. And if we're not going to be vulnerable with our listeners, then you know there's no point. But it is about. I think that's a big insecurity as well. What vulnerability? Yeah. So that leads leads us to that. Like a lot of people believe they it's a badge of honor not to be vulnerable. Yeah, I agree. And it's a badge of honor not to put your eggs in one basket, but yet you are committed to people. You're committed to somebody romantically. You trust them with your heart, but you don't trust them with 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 your money and your mind and your, mm-hmm. you know, there's just so many things. Your secrets, you know what I mean? Because you always think that okay, when it goes bad, then they're gonna now spread your secrets and do things of that nature. So maybe we need to stop dating people that we are just attracted to on a superficial level and start dating them because we believe that they're high in character. Well, and also, I, insecurities really stem from trusting yourself. Definitely. So trusting yourself to make the right decision. So, yes, I can meet, you know, I meet a guy, we hit it off, we have things in common, we see a future together, we, we end up together, right? Definitely. And then we break up. And now he's talking all the mess in the world about me. When you go in, you know, going in, I didn't think, hey, this is how we'll end up and he would be how he was. But at the same time, I do, like, I'm not, I'm going, I went in knowing that, I trusted him at that moment because I trusted myself. Because you don't really see ahead. You don't see the future. So you don't really know. All you can do is go off a track record, right? Who you know the person to be and hope that the person has integrity and will do right by you, the relationship and everything else. I think integrity shows. Like, I disagree. I think integrity shows from the jump because if he's talking about his ex... He's talking about his friends or people that, like, you would see but that's because what I said. the person I said integrity, speaks. But I said but ha- that he would have integrity. No, he would have integrity, but you said you don't see that going forward. Like, well, you can't you don't the always... future. But if you are paying attention, yeah. you, you just you just probably saying something about his baby mother with him. You're probably talking about his yeah, friends I, with I, him, I stay his with ex-friends yeah. and things of that nature. But if you pay attention and how they talk about their past relationships and how they talk about the people in their relationships, how they never took responsibility for their part, the part they played in it. They don't give you a full scope mm-hmm. or a full picture of what really happened. They just have one bad guy, what the bad guy being the person they're not dealing with and the good guy being them. Then there's, 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 a, there's a situation. Like, I believe that I gave my all to my relationships. So I don't think I did much wrong in the relationship in that regard, but... I did do things by staying around a little longer or dedicating my time to somebody who really wasn't in the best place and I committed to knowing that they weren't in the best place. That's on me. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to express that to the person. Like, it ain't because I had bad relationships. It's because the chemistry was off. It yeah. wasn't because we're bad people. It's because the chemistry was off and we, we, didn't, we, didn't, we couldn't even go, we couldn't maintain a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. But the way you speak about a person, if you're, if you're paying attention and you're having a discussion with a person, then the way you speak of the person is, is is big. I agree. The signs are always there. Definitely. And the signs are always there. So you're right about that. I'm not going to say I, always. There's some people that are great at it. Yeah, but they for are. The but most for the most part, part if, you the pay, signs, if you pay yeah. attention, you take your time, then you'll see certain things and you will you should be able to challenge certain things or ask more questions mm-hmm. because you could be the, the person on the other end, right? Definitely. At some point, Definitely. if things don't go well. But you're right. So I, But I do think that, you know, you go in... You go into a relationship 
hoping for the best. And you have to be you have to be vulnerable vulnerable enough to do that. Definitely. So that when you if you have to walk away, you know that you gave your all and you don't have to second guess why the relationship didn't work to begin with. Because people don't talk about that either. People don't necessarily talk about how someone was holding back and we couldn't the, the relationship didn't reach its full potential because someone was always holding back because they were afraid of X, Y, and Z. Definitely. You know I, I mean? think a lot of insecurities and where we're, we're, we're touching on it and what we're noticing is a lot of insecurities stem from pain. Yeah. It stems from pain or feeling inadequate in the area, right? So, like, if you're being emotionally abused but you're used to it or you're accustomed to it, you don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. So I think that's when a person's saying, okay, I don't know, but that's why we have a podcast. That's why we have different outlets mm-hmm. for people to really go and be educated on how a relationship or a healthy relationship should should look mm-hmm. or what you should re- what you should be getting in a healthy relationship if you really truly love like you really truly respect and care about who you are mm-hmm. then you will put yourself in position a position to succeed or around people who you can create love with right mm-hmm. so yeah we do go in those relationships and sometimes we don't feel worthy of the person or we don't feel worthy of a relationship so we bring all that in <clears throat> and then we allow certain things in. And then that's what I'm saying in speech. You see, I said mm-hmm. allow. Mm-hmm. We allow people to treat us a certain way mm-hmm. over and over again. And we trick ourselves in believing we deserve that mm-hmm. because that's what relationships are about. They're about going through the trials and tribulations. But they shouldn't be created within the relationship constantly. Well, no. You know or I mean? you also have the other side of it where you meet someone who is bruised and broken and, and you know that you can do right by that person, right? And Definitely. you know that that person would thrive. Well, you believe that that person would thrive in a relationship with you, but because you're so opposite of how of what they were dealing with, they can't even appreciate what you bring to the table. Definitely. So you you they go don't in even think, know how to feel with love. Yeah, True exactly. Love is so really... if if you they go you go in thinking that I'm the it's like you I go you go into a situation thinking I'm the best person for you, but that person is not the best person for the other person Definitely. because you not necessarily want to save them, but you want to show them that there's an other side to this and you are the other side of it. But if that person doesn't believe in that or believe they deserve that, then it's really not going to work. But I think the insecurities, that would be an unhealthy relationship based on the fact that one person's giving, 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 and the person's taking, taking, Mm -hmm. taking. So because they weren't, uh, quote unquote, with the best person, they come in saying, oh my God, now it's my time to relax and Mm -hmm. somebody to show me that I deserve the world. Mm -hmm. When they should bring that same energy that they brought to their last relationship to the new relationship and then have that person accountable for bringing that same energy to match their energy so they can have something special. But our insecurities follow us. Yeah. They constantly follow us. So we felt inadequate in our last relationship. We bring those inadequacies in our next relationship. And what do we we we, we combat with anger? Mm-hmm. We combat with resentment. We become rebels. Mm-hmm. We we feel like people are trying to control us. Mm-hmm. And and like we talked about in in our definition segment on on our um stories. story on our um Instagram. Facebook and Instagram stories we were talking about how control is not even a bad thing mm-hmm. we just it, we just use it independent and say okay it's control but really if a person can't control you when you're in a bad situation or influence you because they're interchangeable mm-hmm. you can't you know what i mean like you they can't they can't help you out of those situations they can't tell you, listen, you need to take a step back. That's also control. That's also influence. So we need to understand that there's a lot of there's a lot of um, insecurities that come along with these relationships and we need to start tackling them and start talking about them because that's where it starts. Like, you feel inadequate in bed. There's people, like, 
why wouldn't we feel inadequate in bed? We don't talk enough. Yeah. You know, I talk to I talk to women all the time, mm-hmm. and they always talking about um, how the size of a man's penis. Once that that person's not there, or how bad they were in bed, or how lazy they were in bed, mm-hmm. and they're talking to other men and they're having discussions with other men, and then men don't have sex with men, so yeah. we well, really don't do. know. Well, yeah, I'm talking they about yeah, they can have sex <laughs> with men. Excuse me, but I'm saying those heterosexual men don't ha- have sex with women, so. We, the dialogue needs to be with the women and the women need to talk to the men so we can mm-hmm. have an understanding of how each other wants certain things done in a sexual manner, right? Mm-hmm. But we talk to men, talk to men, and women talk to women and they overhear the other per- people talking to the other people. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it breeds insecurity in a sexual way. Yeah. And a lot of the women lash out because they feel like that's where their strength is. Mm-hmm in the bedroom and that's where they they feel they in control and they can go at a man's character but when you talk about size and when you talk about a person being good like i like remember i did that survey mm-hmm. about size and we was all sitting in the room it had to have been like eight eight men and about seven women and we all were sitting in the room and all these women was talking about size whatever then i surveyed all the women after that, and they, their biggest partner wasn't even their best partner. Mm-hmm. So I said, why are we sitting here talking about size and we're not talking about, you know, like we're not sitting here talking about connection. You know, like two women that I surveyed out of about 30 women said that their smallest partner was their best partner because it was a more of an emotional connection. The person was present. The person was understood their body. The person mm-hmm. understood, you know, like listened to their needs, listened to their wants, things of that nature. So it shows that sex really deals on with a spiritual connection. So a person could be, I mean, real good in bed, but is that going to last for the long haul when you're not really spiritually connected to a person? No, so really we need to start talking about, and that's what breeds these insecurities. It's a lot of people dealing with things on a superficial level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like intellect is not really like going to maintain a relationship. We can mm-hmm. be attracted to somebody because they're intellectually sound and we can want an intellect for a partner, which is one, 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 you know, component one, of, one component mm-hmm. of, what you want in a partner, but and and you should get it if you want it, definitely. But really, it all boils down to character. That's mm-hmm. what's going to allow the relationship to to flourish. And I think a lot of people are, you know, they they they, especially the ones that always run around talking about, I'm not gonna, I don't want to be judged. They obviously got flaws in, in their character, mm-hmm. so they use different things to, you know, to to offset their inadequacies when it comes to character, like getting like you know being really intelligent or. Being really popular or dressing well, nice. I mean, or, but even but aside from the superficial stuff, is is just really being self aware. And I think no, when I, you, that's when, a you when you when you are self aware and you know who you you have a good sense of who you are, what you bring to the table, and understand the role that you play in whoever's life, that's like a game changer. Because once you realize that, then you then you play your position. And Definitely. you you play the the role that you that you are meant to play in that situation. Like who I am he, with you is different than the person I am at work, and who I am at work is the person I am, and what with the person I'm dating. You know what I mean? Like so, it changes. And I think that you need to you need to be aware of that and aware of who you of of the things that you do bring to the table and not try to compete with everyone else. Like everyone's competing with somebody else. And it's like, I'm competing with you, but you don't even know I'm competing with you. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, and so I think that people is always like, I wouldn't, I would say greedy. Like they're looking for what's on somebody else's plate, but yet they can't they're perfect. Paying attention what, yeah. what's on their plate. And not really perfecting what they have going but on. But I on do their think plate. like you, you hit it, you hit, I mean, you summed what I was saying up, but it is about when you talk about self-awareness, I just want people to see that it all stems from character. Mm-hmm. If you have strong a strong character, nine times out of ten you are self aware, and nine times out of ten you are confident. Mm-hmm. 
But when you're looking for other things outside of those, the character mm -hmm. to, to, to offset certain character flaws you have, you're always going to feel inferior. You're mm -hmm. always going to fill that void. Because if I'm like a horrible human being or I'm really nasty or I'm a cheater or I can't really commit, but I dress nice, but I'm really intelligent, mm -hmm. but I'm really artsy, but I'm really successful, there's still going to be a void missing. Why? Because you haven't strengthened your character. So you're not self-aware enough. Our awareness, self-awareness comes from our character, the character traits we have. Mm -hmm. So if you strip everybody, you introduce yourself to somebody. Because I, I understand, like, physically, I'm not dating somebody I'm not attracted to. Yeah. Right off, the, right off, mm -hmm. right from the beginning, just off a of character. So we understand it's just because we have the belief that I can find somebody I'm attracted to that has great character at the same time. So you should get all the quote-unquote things people call superficial. When they say superficial or surface, they just mean things you can see. You know what I mean? Your character you have to dive into. So you should get both. I'm saying superficial can work, but it's not gonna you're not gonna it's not gonna be a long lasting commitment until you understand your worth when it comes down to your your character. Mm -hmm. So a lot of insecurities come from lack of character mm -hmm. is what I was trying to lead to, but you summed it up by saying self worth because that's I mean self awareness because that's the main focus. Mm -hmm. Everybody says self love, but really what you're focused on is being more self aware so you can introduce yourself to other people. Yeah, so like in in touching back on 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 being self aware and character, and it's it's when you know when you when you know what you bring to the table and you know who you are and when like you said confidence is is knowing who you are in every room, right? Definitely. So when you know who you are in every room, then you take a back seat when you need to take a back seat. You're not looking for validation. You know Definitely. what I mean? Like you know that you play a certain role and that's what you're supposed to play. And even whether you get recognition or not, right? And I know this is hard for a lot. And it used to be hard for me too. Like it's like I, mean, I for did for a lot of people. You say it's a hard lot. for a lot. Oh my bad. I sound slow. <laughs> well, yeah. We all do. Hard it, for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, that's just the brain going faster than yeah, my mouth. <laughs> just what I'm talking for, about my writing. <laughs> hard for a lot of people. And they I forgot my train of thought. Oh. You saying like it'll be hard for a lot of people to really establish their roles and not get the validation that yeah, they Yeah, so they because they every because a lot of people believe that I put in the work, I need the pat on the back. Okay. Right. Instead of like you said, when it comes to character, if you if you if that's who you are. Right. And that's what you believe in. Then, yes, getting recognized is you're not looking to get recognized all the time. You, yeah. You're going to get recognized in general for being consistent, obviously. But you're not looking for that pat on the back all the time. You might not even really, get recognized by the wrong people, but you always get recognized by the right, right people, people. Yeah. If you take your character everywhere you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I, I, I learned that over time. Like, you know, I have. Uh, like I, I work like I have a really strong um, work ethic and I show up every day. I, I'm consistent. Right. And everyone knows me to be consistent. And does everyone pull me to the side like, hey, Joe, you're doing a great job today? No, not all the time. But it comes out in other ways. Definitely. Right. And it comes out because a lot of people respect me. And, you know, I'm not and, and I'm not saying I'm not perfect. I work all the time. I don't always make the best decisions at times. And but I do know that. the But the recovery is a lot easier because I know what I'm capable of. Definitely. And I know that if I made one mistake one day, that doesn't mean that that's a thousand mistakes going forward. That means I can just go back and correct my mistake and just move forward. So you're saying confidence is the cure to insecurity. Agreed. Because knowing what you bring to the like, knowing, knowing exactly what, what you, you bring, bring to the, the table, table and not 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 wanting more, not wanting less, just understanding what you bring. Like staying in your lane. Everybody understand. Like, and I think is the agenda is pushed. Like everybody's a leader. 
and the agenda's, not a leader. <laughs> the agenda's pushed that everybody's a motivator and everybody's yeah, no, but that's not true. everybody's handsome and cute in their own right. Like yeah. there's an agenda that's pushed just to make everybody feel comfortable in their own skin. But if you know that you walk in a room and you're like the seventh best looking person out of twenty five people, you're still in the high you still in the high echelons of people in the room. You know what yeah. I mean? You still have your pick more than other people. Mm-hmm. So like just just give credit where credit is due. And I think a lot of insecurity stems from the belief, obviously, it's in our minds. It's the belief yeah. in our heads that we're not good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I couldn't public speak, is because I believed everybody in the room was judging me the way I judged myself, yes. the way I felt about mm-hmm. myself, the way, like I felt, I, I didn't feel, I didn't feel intelligent, I didn't feel smart, I didn't feel like I can get my point across, I didn't feel like people could actually hear what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was speaking low. I felt that, you know, there's just so many feelings. And that's why we talk about getting caught up in your feelings is mm-hmm. not the greatest thing because it was a lot of feelings, but there wasn't things that was actual. Because mm-hmm. when you talk to some people in my class, they're like, you know, I thought you was one of the smartest guys in the, in the room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? One of the smartest guys in the class. She was, But when you get up there, you just froze. Like, mm-hmm. So I still believed you were smart. Like that didn't change. Mm-hmm. Because when it came to raising your hand and answering questions, when it came to participating you was a person that can be on point from your seat but mm-hmm. you just had a phobia when it came to the front and there's people that were able to explain that to me and i'm like damn they see that but you can't see that. no you're harder so on yourself you, you're, you're, you're you're in your head and that's why we encourage people when you ha- when you have an insecurity talk about it mm-hmm. you really you really would see how many people you could connect the dots with how many mm-hmm. people would assist you how many people would help you and it took those people and me having a discussion and me opening up about it to help me push past it mm-hmm. or to help me either accept it and say, listen, I don't want a public speech. Yeah. Maybe I want to be the speech writer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It made me allow myself to say, listen, this is the lane I want to be in and this is where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. But obviously I want to change lives. That's where you want to go. I want to be a person who makes a, you know, helps people relationships. So this is where you want to go. So now we're on the mics. Mm-hmm. This wouldn't have been something both of us wanted to do no. because we both didn't really like talking and doing all this other stuff and, being on radio or being, we both weren't public speakers, right? yeah. you know what I mean? But we are people who believe in leadership. We are people people that say, if you're, if you're really truly a leader, you overcome your insecurities, you don't live in fear, and you conquer things. So that's why we did it. So when you talk about relationships, it's the same way. You wake up every day and you conquer. You conquer your fears, you conquer your insecurities, you talk about your insecurities. You don't talk about how they make you fail, you talk about... What, what, what's going on you do to well let me say you talk about how it makes you feel but you don't talk about how that person's making you feel based on how you feel about yourself is what i'm saying well yeah you can't get caught up in that you have to push past it like Definitely. even like un, one of my insecurities was the fact that i never finished school like Definitely. that was big for me mm-hmm. and working in a corporate well, finish finish never went to college never went to college oh never yeah high school college. yeah never finished college <laughs> yeah um that was a big insecure that was a big insecurity for me because i work in a i work I have a corporate job. So, mm-hmm. you know, everyone, you know, finished school and finished college, sorry, and have all these degrees and maybe even the MBA. And I didn't. So I used to feel like I wasn't good enough until, you know, I started, I continued to, 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 to push forward. And now I'm a director. And, mm-hmm. you know, and <laughs> I don't have any student loans to pay back. <laughs> Definitely. And, you know, I would have never thought, like, younger the younger version of me and actually you got all your education from the people who came back from college yeah you had the ability to take it and apply it and that's all it's about and i've been in the industry for 16 years and yeah it's 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 i wouldn't if i wouldn't i wouldn't 
I would I would have never thought the younger version of me would have never thought that that was even possible. Definitely. I was very insecure and I was intimidated by people that were on a certain level and thinking that I couldn't do the job or that I wasn't I wasn't made out for the job and all I needed was experience. And once I got my experience and realized and learned the industry and learned certain things, like I became unstoppable. And now no one can take that away from me. And no the one... funny thing is you dated men that actually went to college and felt inferior to you because you was I, making more money, money than and because they, yeah. you was you didn't have student loans to pay back and because you was very confident. You yeah. was able to take in information and apply it a lot better than they were. Mm -hmm. So that goes to show college, we bring all kind of different baggage in with us. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? The fact that you had all these insecurities before you even meet a person. Mm -hmm. the, the security you're talking about. The fact that the securities I have, I talk about before I meet a person. And then when now you're in a situation where you have to, you might have to go in with, you have, might have to show those insecurities with their family members or their friends. Or, yeah. And that the pressure of that makes you now want to point fingers at them. Like you want to mm -hmm. point, 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 point. And I think Insecurities is like what we say, love is a group journey. Insecurities kill us. They kill our relationships silently. You know what I mean? And we have to share. We have to go through this together. We have to love is a group journey. We have to work at it together. And there are people that are, quote unquote, we call them spies in our relationships that just sit back and they never assist you on it. They just taking notes. Mm -hmm. So when they're not in your life anymore. Or when they're upset. Well, when they're upset, they they targeting you. And they're, they're pointing out your insecurities. We Now, that's abuse. Mm -hmm. So you should know the difference. And there's some people that point out your insecurities and stay on top of you because they want you to be the best person you can be. And a lot of times, those people are looked at as being being the the, the, the villain. Or they're mm -hmm. looked at as being the person that's harping on you. But really, they're the ones that care about you because they're trying to get you to talk about your insecurities. They're trying to get you to, to conquer your insecurities because you should not live in a relationship in fear. No. And you know what? It's up to us to change the narrative. So if Definitely. we don't want to be, if we don't want to be something, we can change it. And it's not, it doesn't happen overnight. It has to, you, you have to work at it every day. You have to chip at it, chip away at it every day, but you can change it. You mm -hmm. know, so the person that I was 10 years ago is not the person I am now because I didn't, there were certain things about my 10 year old self, 10, myself 10 years ago that I wasn't a big fan of. So I changed it. Definitely. So I think that, you know, I you, think, I think that, 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 just to, you know, I just wanted to cut you off real fast because I think that that's overly stated. Like the the person you was ten years ago is the person you are now because your characters your character was still the same. You just did different things. Like you you try to explore things. You try to go outside of who you are. You know what I mean? Because the person I knew you to be is still the same person that exists now. The person I met, the person that going forward, the person I knew you to be is the same person because I the reason why we actually were. A, a team and the fact that we actually did get along is based on your character yes but at the same but i believe that i was doing things i wasn't as mature i would say so i don't did think you feel comfortable in your skin was you was you would you say exact wouldn't you say when people finally get comfortable in who they are and they're self-aware they finally now they're finally living who they are that's how i feel currently they finally found who they are. But I don't always been, feel that way. Because you, you didn't feel that way because you was going against who you was. Oh. So that's why I say a lot of people overstate like, oh, I learned, I grew, I grew. No, you really, because once you find who you are, you kind of maintaining it, mm -hmm. right? Like you go through life trying to assist other people to find where you at. Because mm -hmm. that's the whole point of us having accountable love. Because we actually found the, the comfort zone. We actually have our slippers on and we, we're comfortable. We just want to get other people to put their slippers mm -hmm. on and get that same comfort. So now we're educating. And that's where you get to that place where you're educating. Do, do you still 
do you, now you're maintaining it. So like when somebody tries to take it away or you find yourself slipping, you now know how to remind yourself that, no, this is not who I am. I'm this person. Yeah, but I'm So finally... I think you've always, you always been that person. You just was finding your way down. So I think that you are who, like I've, from the outside looking in, I've always known who you are. You just haven't always shown who you are. Mm. So that's what I mean by when everybody But I guess always I wasn't says, always like, comfortable who I was. So I wasn't I'm... the same person. You was the same person. You just wasn't, you was the same person. You was, just wasn't just acting yourself. Wouldn't you say? I mean, I, I... You wasn't being your true self. Yeah, I guess maybe. I, don't, I guess I, we can say, oh, that you can go back and forth and say, well, then she wasn't the same person. But the point is, if I knew then that you can be this, that you're this person now, nothing changed in my eyes, but your actions and things that you did, that I'm like, yeah, she needs to grow up. You need to mature and you need to really figure out who you, you need to start being who you are more consistently. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But I, it didn't change from person outside looking in. Anybody that knows you, you go talk to anybody, and they're gonna be like, same old Jerry. Nobody's good, like nobody sees the, the the that big of a change. I can guarantee you, that's all in your head. Oh, maybe that's insecurity. No. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. I, I think that that's, I, that's I, in I your think head. That I, I think that I was very. I thought I was very immature in certain areas, and I think that now I kind of matured, and maybe I'm. To your point, I matured into who I was always. Maybe I was just too wise for my own good at a certain point in my life. But I do think that currently I I am I'm relaxing into life, and I don't Definitely. believe that that's always been something I've ever really did. I know because you were still certain you was immature in certain areas. Yeah, but you knew who you were. You just wasn't. You was going outside of who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like you knew that you had the discipline because when you think of people you know, let's sit back and think of some of the people you knew and then you meet, you see them now and you're like, that's who they are. Mm. Like you knew that that's who they always were, no mm. matter what they did outside of that. You got to see who they were, the, the core who they are. And if you really truly meet a person and you really truly get to know a person, you really see the core who they are. Mm -hmm. So that's who they're going to live as. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we can go back and forth about that, but I'm just saying, I just didn't want... Like, I, I hate that narrative of I now figured out who I was and now I think you you always, I mean, you always have a, a sense of self. You're just fighting with it. Mm. But you always have a sense of self. It's just more fun in but this I'm world just, yeah, to, I, to, I, like, I, to I, like dive into different things. But I just, I, I, I guess I was just going off of the comfort of then and the comfort of now mm -hmm. and how like I'm really comfortable like I'm really comfortable where I'm at right now and I wasn't always comfortable in other spaces Definitely. so I think that that's where I was comparing it to but again back to insecurity um yeah it's one of those things where you have to get ahead of it and you have to be aware of it and you have to believe you have to believe that you are worth it you have to believe that you deserve it like you deserve certain things because when you don't when you don't, then you create these relationships where people start working for you. Like mm -hmm. that's like. I think that's what that it's saying. Because, knowledge is power comes yeah. in because, like, I, I have a horrible handwriting. So if somebody walked up and said, "Listen, you're gonna have to type this for me because your handwriting's horrible." I don't. My handwriting's horrible. Like knowledge is power. I know my handwriting's horrible. So when somebody says that to me, it doesn't throw me for a loop. Mm -hmm. I think when you learn new information at the time at a new time like and people saying it as if like you 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 had to know this because mm -hmm. i mean people you say something to and it's like there's no way you went through your whole life without knowing this mm -hmm. but it's the first time they're hearing it mm -hmm. so then now you're like okay 
everybody in your, like you need to dead all your friends, mm-hmm. stay away from all your friends because nobody told you this. Yeah. So you gotta understand like knowledge is power, and that goes back to the insecurity. Like you have to have a great sense of self. You have to understand what you're strong at and what you're weak at, which we talk about all the time. But you have to, to your point earlier, you have to have people around you that's willing to have those conversations. Definitely, with you. definitely. So like if something's like, how many ladies we see out with? outfits that are not so flattering or their wigs looking crazy yeah like seriously this whole wig thing like who are your friends like why are you looking out like that i mean now everybody's like to each his own you yeah, know everybody that, has their own style that, their but own that's movement. the thing like so you 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 got you got homegirls yeah. and you got some guy friends and no one's telling you that your wig is off like you know it's but it's it's nobody wants because they already know that this person May have some insecurities in some form of fashion, Definitely. so they, they don't want to add them, to it. So yeah, then you start working, you start working for them instead of working with them. And so I that think would be that good. Don't cater to insecurities, like help them through it. Yeah, that's what real friendship would be. Absolutely, like you have to have those hard conversations. It's not about like you're not going to always hear things that are warm and fuzzy. Like, and sometimes it's a blow. I mean. I know I said this before, and you're probably going <laughs> to kick me under the table, but, you know, as these Oh, shoot, now. <laughs> no, you Yet again. <laughs> Yet again. Don't call the cops, nobody. <laughs> Damn. Uh, you know, Aziz, doesn't, he doesn't like my braids. He thinks that it's not my best look. But um, I love my braids because it it's very convenient. And I don't think it, it takes away from my look. Again, she's talking about convenient, but, you like, where we... I'm talking about it doesn't look as as flattering you talking about whether it's your comfort once you add it to when you're telling me it's comfortable i'm like do your thing my job is to make sure when you leave the house and know that maybe you might not get as many people hollering that's not true i was popping all summer okay whatever maybe (laughs) maybe your joint looking crazy you know what i mean maybe you know like that's what i'm saying like my job is just to make sure and prepare you for all of all the things all the backlash you may get based on what i my my perspective of what's going on so I'm going to say it, whether I'm wrong, right? Like, I might speak for the majority and be wrong. But at the end of the day, I'm going to say it because I don't want you to be bombarded or thrown off, thrown off um, guard when somebody says something to you that's not, not, that, that may not go in the right direction. Well, so I think that the, you need, and I don't think that you look horrible with your braids. So let's, let's go with that. I just don't like the braid look on you. Like, I always want you to look your best. So I'm saying I think that that's not your most flattering look. You still look nice with, with braids because you're an attractive woman. You're just not, it's not your most flattering look. So I'm thinking you can pop all summer with a more flattering look. But you broke it down to me. You're like, y'all gotta go to beauty parlor, my hair sweats out. It's, it's not really worth it. I get it. So at that point, I get it. But so I said that's I am gonna be friend, honest. As yeah. my friend, I still got my braids because you know, like he's my friend, like who cares, right? Although I do care how I do care what he thinks, not enough for me not to get it. Now, if he was my man. <laughs> I think that I She's may have second, <laughs> but I may have thought twice about it. Because no, you still wants, getting the braids. Everyone wants your man to be attracted to them, right? You still getting the braids. I probably would have still got them because but, it's convenient. But again, I think you had a good, re- a good enough reason. That's why you have the dialogue. Like if you'd have been like, "Yo, you know, I think I look beautiful with these braids. I just think I look great with these <laughs> braids." You'd have went in on me, and like we'd have stayed on the, the, the your best look. We'd have stayed on that topic. I'd have, I'd have smashed you in. Because I'd have just brought up pictures. I'd have had evidence. But once you hit me with the reason and you hit me with the logic, why would I even battle that? Like, it is more logical. It's more economic. It's, 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 it's smart. So why would I go against your, the, the intellect of it? Why would I go against the logic of it, the intellect of it? Why would I go against yeah, I the like, logic what? of it? That's the college word that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
why, why not go through the logic of it as opposed to, you know, I'm not going to combat that. I'm just trying to have you at your best at all times. So I think as a friend, which, back to what you were saying, as a friend or a partner, we need to have the hard discussion so we could have our partners at, our, at their best. And if they're going to say, I'm going to do this anyway, like, Used to always, y'all always used to be like, yo, you need to get some tighter pants. I used to like, I'm wearing my baggy pants. I'm a 90s guy. That's what I wanted. That's my comfort. And yeah, I like, yo, you, you know, the sneakers are still like the pants, back of the pants is rubbing all on the ground. Like, come on, get it together. <laughs> and my thing is like, yo, I'm just not, a, like, I got thick thighs. I'm not that dude. But when you had to go shopping all over again because your pants is all messed up, you had no choice but to get tighter. You know what I mean? But y'all did tell me and I disregarded it regardless because I wanted what I wanted, right? And it did stop me from getting certain women because women told me once I kind of sat down and had a whole discussion and informed that they should be honest with me about certain things, you know, then they finally told me. But the point is, I understood that some people really wouldn't want a man with baggy pants and all this other stuff. They wouldn't want it. So I understood that I was losing certain options based on the way I was dressing. But y'all gave me, I, that wasn't the first time I heard it. I heard yeah. it from my, my people's first. So when I left the house, everything was all good. People can tell me all kinds of things. And mm -hmm. it doesn't throw me off. Because that's that's where it's at. Like, people going to think you're slow. People going to do this. You read out loud, you're going to stutter. Y'all break things down to me. So now I'm like, okay, when I get up there, this may be this situation. This may be how they, they view me. This may be their opinion. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And it's cool. And then after that, that's what gives me the confidence. Because I know. Well, I think it's a weakness. I know. Yeah. Well, I think because we create that that safe space and I say safe because we are able to talk about anything here. And when we do leave each other, we leave this space. You prepare. We're preparing each other for what may be like the, what if someone was to be honest, you know, about certain things that these are the things that we may hear back. Definitely. So I think that that's also like I always feel like I'm. I have an advantage because I already know, like I'm I'm pointing out my insecurities or my thing or things that are looking weird on me before somebody else does, or they're saying like, oh, it looks. I'm like, oh yeah, my head looks big, right? I'm like, yeah, but you know, nobody really they looks say anything to because they try. Yeah, I'm like, I already know my head looks big because I used to me my head looks big, or you know, like definitely, or or I was kind of like iffy about this outfit, but I wore it anyway, and as you know what I mean, like it could have went either way, and they're like, yeah, it could, you know, but it's nice to go in knowing these things because then you don't really totally get crushed by it by other people. And that's when you start building healthy and equal relationships because you don't feel like you have to, you have to like tiptoe around somebody. You can just, and that's what I think you mean by when you say a, a safe space because yeah. we don't have to tiptoe. We can just talk freely because the insecurity is out there on the table. And we take, and we actually go another step further and we, you know, cause we are Harlem, Spanish Harlem people. So we snap on each other about them. You know what I mean? So we like actually make sure that the person actually has to improve it based on 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 banter and, and being. Well, if that's what they if they want, like, you know, we, we, we believe that if you don't want something, change the narrative. Definitely. Like if you don't want to be called fat, then if you don't want to be fat, then lose weight. You know what I mean? Or, if you, if, or I mean, explain you have a thyroid problem and then, then like yeah. educate people. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like don't don't ask people to cater to something that they deem not. Mm -hmm. No, not appropriate for them. If they yeah. don't like it, this is their. Per We're talking about personal relationships. We're not talking about walking up to somebody and just saying you're fat. Yeah, just no. walking up to them. I mean, that's not a personal relationship. But if we're all in a personal space, we're all a group, 
and we're in a room, we shouldn't have to like whisper around the big girl. Like mm-hmm. I don't understand why she ordered a burger when she knows she needs to be having a salad. <laughs> like you know what I mean? And it's our friend, so when she leave the table, we, we now we're talking about that. So like it just breeds it just breeds unhealthiness, and it breeds us talking behind each other's backs. Or if you don't have nothing nice to say, and then it's gonna come out. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna be like, yo, home, you sure you you not you and I on that diet? Like mm-hmm. you gonna just order that burger? Like, I'm going to have a discussion about it. Yeah. We're going to start the dialogue, and she's going to be like, listen, I'm going to eat this burger because I want to eat it, and X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, okay, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But then when I can't sit in the two-seater with you, then we're going to have another problem, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm sitting down. You can stand on the train. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a whole dialogue about it based on, and we'll set we'll set a different set of rules based on the decision that person made because every decision we make affects other people. Mm-hmm. And people need to start understanding that when you join relationships. So your insecurities will destroy your relationship. And somebody catering your insecurities, they'll That's start resenting worse. you. Yeah, they do. They'll start resenting you over time. They'll start feeling some type of way over time. They'll feel trapped. And the person that doesn't want to hear about the insecurities, they'll start resenting the person telling them about the insecurities. And they'll feel trapped in the relationship. And there's a lot of stuff going on in people's heads that's not even being rectified and Health is not even is not even the first is not primary. It's Mm-mm. not the primary reason why we have relationships anymore. I thought it was to be in a healthy environment. I thought it was and to, to be, be in, an equal in an equal relationship. You know what I mean? So but those one, are things you think about. Yeah, right? but once you start looking for validation, you just change the whole dynamic of the relationship. So you it's that one simple, you know, you could look better in this or and it's not even good. It's it's you you are saying good and bad things, but you happen to point out something bad and I'm just taking it for what it is. Definitely. You know what I mean? Because I'm not really, you're not hurting my feelings per se, although it may sting. And I know that you're coming from a good place. So it's like, damn, maybe you're right. And really think about what's being said and not really getting caught up in the feeling. But if you're around people that you think highly of, yeah, most respect, things are going to yeah. be, most things are going to be positive. It's just what people tend to hear is the difference. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because there's things I said to you and that's all, you, you talked hear. about for yeah, a week. And I'm like, yo, but I said your shoes was nice. I said you looked nice. And all I did was say, why did you wear that bra with that? And now you're like, yo, but my bra, but my bra, but my, you know, like you fixate on it. And I'm just like, yo, but everything else looks nice. The bra throws it off, but you still look nice. You know what I mean? Like, and then we fixate on the things that the person pointed out. So it's not really the person, it's us because they gave us 10 good things and only said one bad. Mm-hmm. And it's us that's focusing on the bad over and over again. Because we got this idea of perfection is what people are looking for. Mm-hmm. And really, they're just looking for somebody they can relate with, build with, connect with, and walk through life with. Mm-hmm. So in doing that, they know that there's going to be mishaps. They know that there's th- going to be things that they're going to have to go through. Anybody that is smart and really, really ready for a relationship, they know commitment comes with conflict. Yes. So they know that. You know what I mean? So if you're really ready for it, you're now strapped up, ready to get it done. I'm not talking about having to go through things like cheating and all that other nasty beating on you and speaking to you all kind of nasty. No, that's not a relationship, but the trials and tribulations of life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you might have went down the street and had to use the bathroom and what? You know what I mean? Like went down the street, had to use the bathroom, you had the bubbles. That's like what the bubble gut. And you using okay. That's... No, you might have had the bubble gut. Maybe you walking down the street with me, me and you partners, you got the bubble gut. You might have not made it to the toilet. Wow. Well, it's nasty, <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. That's the intensity That's the of the relationship. That you wanna... I'm gonna go hard. That's the intensity of relationship. What you gonna do? I can go the opposite way and be like, "Yo, this chick is nasty." Or I can oh, why try I gotta to be the you. chick? Why I can't be you? 
I'm saying, but I the, the, in, in the in the in the example, I'm, leave, I'm leaving you. See, this is what I'm saying. And now we know. I, I got rights. Now we know where she's at. You know what I mean? But I'm saying, I'm I'm cleaning you up. I'm supporting you. Yeah, I'm gonna help you like through we're it. in a relationship, and we're, but we're like te- dating. Like, what's I don't care here? what it is because we know now. I have an understanding that these things happen. No, you're right. I'll help you out. So okay, whatever. <laughs> she out. But what I'm saying is, I understand these things happen. That's what I mean by natural life things. It could be okay. as extreme, it does, but it happens. You I know guess. it happens. Oh, well, yeah. I you know it happens. Oh, see? Look at you. <laughs> look at you. You know it happens. Okay, when a woman's pregnant, she laughing and peeing. Like, you know it happens. Yeah. You got to help her out. You know what I mean? Times I had to go over the belly and help. Like, you got to help out. Like, if you really in for the long haul, you're in for the long haul. And one thing I notice is people that, that want to be with somebody, they'll be with them through all their bullshit, right? Yeah. Somebody that really doesn't want to be with you and you're a good human being, they'll constantly find ways not to be with you. Like you shitting in an alley. Yeah, like you shitting in an alley. <laughs> you know what I mean? So obviously Jerry wouldn't want to be with me. Because no, she's ready to, she's not cleaning the kid up. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, those are the things that can go on. So that can breed an insecurity. Yeah. Now all you can think is every time you see me, oh, I think you as doo-doo girl. No, I think you my girl. <laughs> Why back on me now? Cause you, you was the person. You no, the one I did. It wasn't me. No, you doodled on yourself, man. You doodled on yourself, man. It was you. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like you have to, you have to. I don't see you as such. I see you as a person that had an accident, and I had to support you. Uh, am I tease you about it? Definitely. Are we gonna snap on it? Definitely. But. After we over the situation, not during the situation, but after we clean you up and whatever, and be like, yo, did that just happen? Now we're going to have a discussion about it. And over time, talking about it, you're going to get through your insecurity because you're going to understand that I'm here. No matter what I'm saying out of my mouth, I'm here. So, Ladies, he's single. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stop it. So I'm just saying, like, you got to think about it. Like, insecurities are all in our head, but they kill our relationships more than anything else in this world. Yeah. Anything. If you're not ready, I mean, half of the bad things, the cheating and stuff happens due to insecurity. Absolutely. Yeah, because you don't feel the lying the and the secrets worthy and within the, the relationship. Definitely. So you step out. Yeah. All of it happens because of insecurity. So mm-hmm. if you really want a powerhouse marriage and you really want a strong relationship with your friends, I mean, talk about everything, mm-hmm. anything and everything. Don't stop limiting, limiting yourselves and stop putting everything's on the table. Put everything out on the table and just have the discussion because insecurities are killing us yes they're they're destroying our relationships and we're here to create equal and healthy and meaningful and just relationships so you know that's all we're going to talk about dealing with insecurities but my name's aziz i'm jerry and this is accountable love peace